Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 1st of December. Well, the Socceroos have made history overnight, defeating Denmark 1-0 and making it into the knockout round of the World Cup for the first time since 2006. Here is that winning moment on SBS. Retain the ball, Moy. And there it is! Can you believe it? Written off too many times to remember. Australia has found a way. And there it is indeed. Crowds erupted across the country as the Aussies celebrated their incredible victory. One of the biggest parties was in Melbourne with thousands taking to the streets of Federation Square. And joining us now for all the action is Josh Conway. Josh, what a game. What a moment for the Socceroos, Tash. What a moment for Australian sport. The Socceroos are through to the FIFA World Cup knockout phase for just the second time in their history. The nail-biting 1-0 victory over Denmark this morning. Matt Leckie was the hero. This strike on the 60th minute was enough to send us through to the round of 16. Matthew Leckie cuts back inside. One way, then the other. And he scores for Australia. Matthew Leckie. The man of the moment telling SBS what was running through his head as the ball hit the back of the net. Low and hard. It's difficult for a keeper to save. And as the ball's rolling in, I saw it was going in. I was uh, so excited and so happy. There really is so much to unpack out of this task. This is a team that was virtually written off before they even got on the plane to Qatar. Now they've scored in each game of the group stage for the first ever time. They've also won two games at the tournament for the first time and secured our highest ever points tally. The win proved vital too, with Tunisia upsetting France this morning, meaning anything other than a win wouldn't have been enough for us to progress. As for what's next, we'll face either Argentina, Poland or Saudi Arabia this Sunday morning. But as for Socceroos manager Graham Arnold, he is not getting carried away at all. No celebrations. As I said to the boys, that's why we won after a great win against Tunisia. No celebrations, no emotion, sleep, no social media. And just taking a breath to look at some other sport tasks after a hectic morning, Australia will resume at 2 for 293 in Perth when day two of the first test against the West Indies gets underway later today. Manus Labashain is unbeaten on 154 and Steve Smith on 59. Opener Usman Khawaja believes the rest of the Aussie batters may get some pad rash watching those two go about it today. Manus is obviously very hungry. Smudge is the hungriest player I've ever met, so hopefully these two will get a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a start tomorrow. And I know these two, they're not mm. going to want to let anyone else have a go. You can catch every ball of the Test Summer live on the listener app too, Tash. What a morning. Oh, and so good the soccer is. We absolutely love them. Thanks so much, Josh. In other news this Thursday morning, some positive news for Australian homeowners as latest figures show inflation is finally starting to ease. The latest CPI for October has come in at 6.9%, lower than September's 7.3%. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers says it gives us some hope lower inflation means less pressure to increase interest rates again. This result is cautiously welcome. It shows us there are reasons to be carefully optimistic. Meantime, an announcement will be made before Christmas on how the federal government will curb skyrocketing energy prices. Anthony Albanese has told the ABC overnight a range of options are being discussed. 
I have a meeting of the National Cabinet next week. Cabinet is continuing to deliberate uh, with uh, departments. We're continuing to talk with the industry as well. Australian television star Matt Wright is going home back to Queensland after being granted bail in a Darwin court yesterday. The Outback Wrangler star is facing a number of charges, including attempting to pervert the course of justice and destroying and fabricating evidence in relation to a fatal helicopter crash. His co-star Chris Willow-Wilson was killed in the crash in a remote part of the Northern Territory in February this year. Mr Wright's lawyer David Newey spoke outside court. Matt Wright strenuously denies these charges and will be defending them. He is naturally disappointed that the charges have been laid as a result of what was a tragic accident that took the life of Matt's closest friend, Chris Wilson. Mr Wilson's widow has released a statement calling on Netflix to remove the series off the streaming platform. Matt Wright will return to court in the Northern Territory on the 25th of January. To Tasmania now and investigations are continuing after a toddler died in a shed fire in the state's north. Our reporter Tessa Rendello has more from Hobart. Thanks, Tash. The Launceston community is in shock this morning after a fire at the back of a property killed a three-year-old with another sent to hospital with serious injuries. A woman was also taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries after the incident on Wednesday afternoon. Police have not confirmed what the relationship was between these three people. Authorities are now turning their attention to what happened to the home in Mowbray. Inspector Nathan Johnson says it's rocked the Launceston community. I'm distraught, understandably. It's a a tragic set of circumstances, which we don't know the full story at this point, but it appears to be um, a tragedy. In WA, a pregnant woman is now fighting for life after a random attack at a shopping centre car park in Perth. A reporter, Alicia McFarlane, has the latest from Perth. Tash, there are serious concerns for this 30-year-old woman after a teenager allegedly threw a piece of concrete at her car during a brawl on Tuesday night. The woman, who is five months pregnant, went into cardiac arrest when she was hit in the head with a rock while sitting in a parked car. She was admitted to intensive care, but her family has sadly been told she's unlikely to live. A 17-year-old boy has been charged over the alleged incident. Inspector Brett Baddock says the investigation is ongoing. What's really important to remember here is that there's a number of lives that are going to be impacted by this. The victim, the wider community, family members and also the person who we accused has, uh, is accused of committing this offence. An incredible escape for a 47-year-old trainee pilot after he crashed his helicopter into a home in Melbourne's southeast. Luckily, he only suffered minor injuries and there was no one inside the home at the time. The elderly resident's daughter telling Channel 7 her mum was out shopping. She was at Bunnings. Oh. Shopping with her girlfriend. And who notified her? Her neighbour, Joe. And what did she say? Oh, I'd better come home. She was just concerned that the pilot was okay, so that's the, that's the main thing. The house can be repaired. Investigations are now underway. Overseas now and lawyers for the Indian government believe there is enough evidence to extradite the man accused of killing Toya accordingly. Police suspect that Rajwinder Singh murdered the Queensland woman in 2018 and fled to India the next day. He'll remain in custody until his next appearance in an Indian court in a fortnight. 
A racism scandal has rocked the royal family with a senior Buckingham Palace aide resigning immediately. It's believed the incident occurred yesterday at a reception hosted by the Queen Consort where Lady Susan Hussey, a lady-in-waiting for the late Queen Elizabeth, repeatedly questioned one of the guests about her nationality. The palace has released a statement saying, quote, we take this incident extremely seriously. In this instance, the comments are unacceptable and deeply regrettable. In the meantime, the individual concerned would like to express her profound apologies for the hurt caused and has stepped aside from her honorary role with immediate effect. Lady Susan Hussey is also Prince William's godmother. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Happy Thursday. Now, as we mentioned earlier this morning, some promising signs regarding inflation in Australia, but all eyes will certainly be on the US over the next few days with more important inflationary data set to be released, which will not only affect interest rates, but also the US stock market. Exactly. And it's the news from the inflation readout tomorrow and then the jobs report the day after all say US inflation is falling and stocks in the US will, will zoom there and also zoom here as well. However, if data suggests inflation is still too high, stocks could slump on the belief more big interest rate rises lie ahead, which could drive the US into recession. And the new federal government, of course, back home, Peter, wants to keep our power prices down. But it's interesting that uh, the government is now having two premiers, both Labor premiers, opposing its gas price control policy. Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? Yesterday we learned that Queensland's Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, was opposed to the idea of hurting the profitability of the gas miners in her state. And now the new Labor Premier in South Australia, Peter Malinowskis, is arguing that a price cap on gas prices would stop companies investing in gas and that his state should not have to put its gas into a reserve to help New South Wales and Victoria. The AFR says the Korean steelmaking giant POSCO warned it could switch away from new investments in Australia if it continued to face unwarranted government intervention, such as price caps on gas supplies. Heading back to the big issue with inflation and, of course, interest rates, Peter, there's been so much speculation. The very red-hot property market is about to crash across the country. But now there's other speculation. The worst of the price falls could be behind us. What a shock. The (laughs) AFR tells us that house prices dropped by 1% nationwide in November, the smallest monthly fall in five months, in an early sign that the housing market may have already moved through the worst of the downturn. Data from CoreLogic showed price declines have slowed in Sydney and Melbourne to 1.3% and 0.8% respectively. This is good news for home sales, but the real test comes next year when many mortgagees move from 2 to 3% fixed rate home loans to 5% variable home loans. That could create desperate sellers willing to take lower prices. Yeah, rocky road ahead. Peter, thanks so much. Cheers. And TV host Carrie Bickmore has said her final goodbye to the project after more than 13 years at the desk. She was farewelled by many, including long-term co-star Steve Price, who got very emotional. I've been working 50 years. I've never met anyone as generous as you. Look at this. Sorry. (laughs) I don't even that surprised me. The award-winning presenter saying her final farewell to the audience who's watched her for more than a decade. 
And I hope I've kept many of you company over the years. It's been the greatest job in the world. Thank you. We wish beautiful Carrie all the very best. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.